coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Kieran Scott with Pestmaster and Patio Patrol. Welcome, Kieran. Hey, Lee. Thanks for having me on. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about those two brands. How are you serving folks? Yeah, great. So uh, Pestmaster is a uh, full-service uh, pest control company uh, in the integrated pest management space, predominantly serving government contracts. Uh, we've been around for 40, 43 years, uh, founded in 1979 out in California. Um, we've got uh, about 45 franchisees across the country actively looking for more franchise partners to join, uh, join our team. Uh, and then Patio Patrol is a five-year-old mosquito flea and tick company that we recently rebranded from uh, what was a company called Flyfo. And so uh, two years ago, Threshold Brands purchased Made Pro, Men in Kilts, and, and what was then uh, Flyfo. And uh, over the past seven months, we've transitioned Flyfo into Patio Patrol with, with more of a focus on general outdoor pest. Quality Outdoor Pest Solutions is our, is our tagline there. Uh, outdoor pest control company servicing really mosquitoes, fleas, and ticks. So what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in this line of work? Yeah, so I've, I've been in franchising uh, for over a decade. I started out uh, actually as a sandwich artist uh, at a local subway in my hometown uh, as 14. Um, and I've just really, I've, I fell in love with, with franchising uh, ever since. And so I, I was with Subway for close to a decade uh, and uh, grew to be a regional manager uh, overseeing 12 restaurants uh, in the greater Salt Lake City area. Uh, I then joined another home services company, Mosquito Joe. Uh, at the time, it was owned by Buzz Franchise Brands. Uh, in in uh, 2015, um, was with them for four uh, four and a half years. Uh, they sold to Neighborly, uh, at which point I, I joined uh, the Scenthound team based in Palm Beach County as director of operations, uh, kind of leading their franchise efforts. Uh, I was with them for about three 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 and a half years, and then recently, just six months ago, uh, became the president of Pestmaster and Patio Patrol, the two pest control companies uh, within Threshold Brands. So what is it about the kind of the franchise model that attracts you and is, is so um, that you're so passionate about? Yeah, great question. So I, I think it's the, the opportunity for everyone to own a business, right? And I, I think that's where I get really passionate about people that don't look alike or, or don't sound alike, all kind of being able to follow one model um, or, or one scalable process. And that's what franchising really is, right? It's, it's a business in a box or it's designed to be a business in a box, uh, that people can follow and hopefully get uh, a scalable result from. Uh, so that's that's where I find passion. So now, um, since you've worked with multiple brands over the years, is there something uh, that you're looking for that might be different in the franchisee and the brands that you're working with now? Yeah, so I think that we're, we're really looking to build a diverse group of, of, of individuals at Pestmaster and Patio Patrol, right? People that don't come from all the same backgrounds, all you know, all, all the same uh, stories, because um, I think that's where we that's where franchise businesses flourish, right? Is when they have that kind of uh, 
inclusion of other people's thoughts and, and experiences uh, in addition to their own. And so, so one, we're looking for franchisees all over the country that, that come from diverse backgrounds. Uh, but second, you know, I think the best quality of a franchisee is one that can follow that process, right? We've, we've spent years refining that process. You know, Pestmaster has been around for 43 years. Uh, so we have a good scalable solution there. Um, and so, so for folks to come in and follow that process, I think that we've built a pretty good, a pretty good system. Now you mentioned, uh, diversity and I know that recently you've been, um, kind of, um, uh, part of the national diversity and wildlife committees. Can you talk about, um, where you see that as maybe it, it maybe it's not where you'd like it to be, but where you see opportunity where it could be really a game changer for, not just your franchises, franchise brands that you represent, but just franchising as a whole, if they can become more inclusive and make more concerted efforts to, um, you know, go after a more diverse uh, franchisee. Yeah, so I think that I, I currently operate in kind of this intersection between the pest control world, right, like, you know, kind of the integrated pest management world, and also the franchise world. Um, and, in, and in both of those sectors, right, franchising itself and also pest control, uh, there's a need for diversity. And, and thankfully, both both kind of groups or both uh, both associations have over the past decade, 15 years, been really focused on increasing the diversity um, within within those segments. Right. So pest control has become much more diverse and franchising has become much more, much more diverse. But there's still a long way to go. Right. You know, kind of franchising still has that notion of being uh you know, old, older males selling franchises to other older males, you know, and, and, and same with pest control. Um, it's, it's very male dominated. Uh, and, and so there, I think there's diversity still needed in both, but when you take that and, and apply it to other franchises, I think that the benefit you get by incorporating other people's opinions and ideas and histories and experiences, uh, just makes your brand that much stronger. Right. You know, I, I think when I look back on my experiences, uh, you know, as a, as an immigrant to the U S I certainly have different experiences than someone that was born here. Right. And so I bring a different, uh, experience. It's not any better or any worse than, than someone else's, uh, it just happens to be different. I think when you blend different experiences and different histories, you just get a better result. Now, is there anything, um, if you were to talk to other leaders of emerging brands, is there anything actionable they could be doing to just do better when it comes uh, to diversity and inclusion? Yeah, so I think um, I, I think a couple things in, in in doing better. I think one, when you're hiring for someone, make sure that you're challenging your own opinion, right? I, I think that too often uh, hiring managers get focused in on hiring people that think like themselves or act like themselves or look like themselves, um, and that brings about you know someone that has the same same background and and it doesn't offer that diversity of opinion. Um, so I think first, you know, challenge your own opinion. You'll know, be willing to accept a different answer. Um, and then from a from a very actionable or tactical uh, action, I think making your job posting nationwide or, or being willing to hire someone uh, nationally or even potentially internationally so that you can have it, incorporate people from other countries as well, uh, at the end of the day, makes your business more diverse, right? You know, when, when I joined Mosquito Joe, I was out in, I was out in Utah. And I, I relocated to Virginia Beach uh, at the same time that our director of digital marketing was relocating from Atlanta. And so we both brought different experiences and, and, and different histories uh, to Virginia Beach and to the Mosquito Joe brand. 
Now, isn't the challenge when you ha- when you're part of, especially an emerging brand, and it's it's one thing to at least give lip service to the importance of this, but in reality, when you're looking to hire, especially at an early stage, that you go to the usual suspects. If I went to ABC University, I'm going to look for ABC University alums or or my own kind of circle. Or if I was part of this fraternity or sorority, that's where I'm going to go to first. And then inherently, when you do this, you know, hiring early people that are people you know or people can, or that you know know, you're inherently going to get people that look like you. Like it's yeah, that's right. It it takes a lot of um, um, kind of you have to really be mindful and purposeful to go elsewhere and say, you know what. I went to this school, but I'm going to go to the historic black colleges to look for my next chief marketing officer. I'm going to look for the next hire in that department. Like, I just think that it's a difficult thing to ask an emerging brand, especially where it's they're already at a high risk period where they're vulnerable. And then their first moves or early moves to go into an area that they don't know or, or aren't familiar with, you're asking a lot. So how is there a way to do this kind of elegantly and, and effectively? Yeah, so I, I think what I've seen be successful, both both as an employee and as the employer, uh, is to use those third-party recruiting agencies, right? I, I know that they cost money. I know that they, you know, sometimes there's a big fee involved. Um, but they really take that notion of hiring someone like yourself out of it, right? Because that the, the, that hiring agency is not worried about what you look like or where you went to college. Uh, they're, they're more concerned about where that candidate brings their experience from. And is that candidate the best fit for your business? Um, and so when I've used, so I, I've actually, I've been recruited by recruiting firms uh, three or four, four times successfully. Uh, and that's brought me all over the country. Um, and then similarly, when I've hired uh, other individuals, um, I, I've, I've also used them and I found great success. And, you know, one example is a pestmaster. Um, we, we just brought on a PhD uh, entomologist, our first PhD entomologist, uh, and she happens to be a female uh, immigrant. And so, you know, we weren't necessarily out there looking for a female immigrant PhD entomologist, right, which I think is a very small subset of, of the PhD entomologists out in the world. Um, but we were looking for the best candidate possible. And by opening up our horizons to looking outside of Reno, Nevada, where our headquarters is, we found someone in, or- in Orlando who, who, were, who worked for a competitor um, that happened to be female, that happened to be a PhD entomologist and happened to be an immigrant, um, but was the absolute best fit for our business. And so I don't necessarily think that you have to go out and, and kind of identify the quality that you're looking for, right? Like you don't have to go out and say, I, I'm going to go hire an African-American or I'm going to go hire uh, a member of the LGBTQ community. But I think expanding the horizon beyond your immediate doorstep, you know, very easily uh, just bring, brings new opinions to the table. And then you find that by going to these third-party uh, recruiters, you're able to do that, uh, or they're able to do that because that's just built into how they operate. Yeah, they're 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 going to search nationwide because they you know they ultimately get paid for providing you the service of finding the best candidate, right? And there's and there's oftentimes. Uh, back-end guarantees that if that candidate doesn't work out for so long, then they have to provide another service for you for to, find, to rehire that position, which they don't want to do. Uh, and so they're incentivized to find you the best candidate possible, uh, which often is a nationwide search. Um, and I, I think that's where the di- diversity comes from. 
Now, you mentioned that you've had success being recruited. Can you share maybe things you've done to help make yourself more findable by those third parties? Are there things that maybe there's great candidates out there that are, um, you know, from underserved markets that they're just not doing a great job of, of making themselves visible to these searches? Is there things yes. that they could be doing to make themselves more visible to recruiters like you described? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think from a from an employee perspective, um, one one in ha- having a great LinkedIn profile uh, is key. You know, l- recruiters spend all day surfing people's LinkedIn profiles, right? And they and they uh, get really attracted to the profiles that have a picture and have a headline and have experiences listed out. Um, and those are often the co- those are often the profiles that they contact. Uh, in addition to that, being you know posting regularly, right? Having content on your page. Uh, so that people can show that you provide value, you know, whether it's provide value to your own or, or own organization or provide comments and value to other people's organizations. Um, I think that, that, you know, kind of providing value is another thing that recruiters look for. Uh, and the third one's getting involved, right? And so I'm involved with the International Franchise Association. Uh, I'm also involved in the National Pest Management Association. I'm an alum of Georgetown uh, University's Franchise Management Program. Uh, and so just being involved in your network and be, being involved in kind of your community, you know, of your career, right? So my career is, is in, is in franchising. And so I'm involved in those, uh, I, I think makes a big difference. And that's great advice for young people, especially, um, instead of just kind of sitting there passively waiting to be chosen, you can be doing things right now to make yourself more, uh, more visible and more, uh, sought after by leaning into these things. If you know that you want to be in a certain industry, join the associations of that industry, take leadership positions if possible, volunteer. There's things you can be doing and talking about and posting and and sharing your knowledge and what you've learned from these things. It makes you more visible. It makes you more hireable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Getting getting involved early, uh, you know, as, as soon as you can make that decision is it's definitely key. So now um what do you need more of? How can we help? Uh, what are you looking to do in terms of growth? Are you Is the world your oyster at this point? Are you looking for franchisees uh, for the two brands you described anywhere? Are you focusing on certain regions? Uh, how can we help yeah, you? So, yeah, so um, there's tons of white space in, in both of our brands uh, across the United States uh, for new franchisees to join. Um, I think it's a, a really great time for franchisees to join both brands. We're, we're rebranding Pestmaster with a new visual identity, the first new visual identity for four, in 43 years. Um, and so that's going to be an exciting uh, thing for new franchisees to come into. Uh, but yeah, we're actively recruiting new franchisees. You know, we, we are obviously looking for the fin- financial qualification to be there, um, but also that diversity of mindset uh, to also be there and, and kind of willingness to, to learn and adapt as, as we grow. Um, but yeah, we have, we have pretty ambitious growth goals, um, you know, on the, on the pest master side, 25 new units this year, uh, on the patio side, patio patrol side, uh, 10 new units this year, which more than doubles the, the system as it stands today. Uh, and, and I think now's a great time to get into pest control. Well, if somebody wants to learn more, what is the coordinates to get a hold of you, somebody on your team and learn more about the opportunities? Yeah. So to get a hold of me, uh, best found on LinkedIn. So just linkedin.com slash Kieran Scott CFE. Uh, or you can email me, kscott at thresholdbrands.com. Um, to learn more about Pestmaster, you can visit our website, pestmasterfranchise.com. Uh, Patio Patrol is franchise.patiopatrol.com. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thanks, Lee. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.